on this episode of Kite Flying with Mandy and Jenny. Some of my best stories are me getting out of scrapes that I got myself into because I'm proud of myself for not being dead. Hello and welcome again to Kite Flying with Jenny and Mandy. They came back to listen to us. Ooh, we're so special. Yeah. So <laughs> is it Jenny and Mandy or Mandy and Jenny? Um, I can check. Because we had Oh, it. okay. There it's Mandy, Mandy and, Jenny. and Jenny. I think it was different ways in different places. Yeah. I think okay. it should be Mandy and Jenny. We can share the headline. We could flip it back and forth. I don't care. No. <laughs> <laughs> going to go through the whole spiel like we're everywhere listen yeah. to us here yeah pause if you want to leave I don't, I don't like the term feedback because i don't think we're really looking for feedback um because we're gonna say what we're gonna say <laughs> but like leave us your comments we want to know what you think how about we that? just fight fly, fly a kite with us we want interaction that's yes. what we want we want yeah. interaction so yeah leave your comments yeah um you won't hurt our feelings much. I'm just kidding. Mandy will cry a little <laughs> I'll bit. I'll cry but... a little bit. I'll just drink or something. I don't know. Um, okay. So yeah. bringing back conversation. Yes. The whelming podcast. The whelming bringing back the convo. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, well, I have a couple of Okay. Items we could discuss. Okay. But okay. I think kind of to segue from our last one where we're talking about being in scary situations. Yes. Um, I you have some really interesting stories about your travels. Oh. I have a couple too, but you really you like I went to some different places, China and Haiti, but it was like with a group of people. Yeah. I hate groups of people. <laughs> like traveling with people is kind of torture. And it had a, like, my travels had a purpose. Like, you went to go see the place. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, you have to understand, too, not only that, but I think, like, because of our personality, like, I don't like to plan ahead. That's not right in my nature. Um, most of the great stuff that's ever happened to me was just spur-of-the-moment stuff. So, um, yeah, when I travel, like, I get my plane ticket, and I kind of have an idea of where I want to go, but if I get there and I change my mind last minute, uh, you know, nobody cares yeah. but me. See, I'm already feeling like I'm going to vomit right now, but <laughs> anyway, it works for you. Yeah. So, okay. So, like, um, I did a lot of, I was living in Morocco, uh -huh. and I, I would do a lot of traveling there, but it would be, like, day trips. Like, I would hop on the train and go to, uh, you know, Rabat or By Tangier. yourself. Yes. A yeah. white female, young female. Yes. Well, and interestingly enough, like, cause yeah, everyone, like I even have a travel group. Oh, like, oh, it's so scary to travel in like Morocco by yourself, but it's really not. Yeah. But I think I figured that out 
pretty quickly after moving there. Um, I was walking down like, okay. And keep in mind, I had just been living in Texas for like two and a half years. <laughs> so I don't know if anyone's lived in Texas, but that state is scary. Like you see guns waved around all the time. I was at parties where that were shot up and this is in nice neighborhoods. Like, I don't even know what would air happen. Quotes, nice neighborhoods. Not, yeah. Right? Air so quotes. We were talking about like, Sorry. why yeah. we're afraid of certain places <laughs> and people drive crazy in Texas too. That's what scares me. Yes. Like, let me and just get through Texas. Yeah. But you got to get past all yeah. the drivers. So anyway, so after multiple interactions with gun violence in Texas, I moved to Morocco which is supposed to be scarier, right? I moved to Morocco. I'm walking down the street because I didn't have a car yet. I'm walking down the street and I see like two guys hop out of a car. I think it might've been a taxi. I can't remember. They were hop out of the car and one of them like grabs a st stick off the street and another one grabs something. And they're like yelling at each other and like threatening to beat each other up. And at first I'm like, oh my God, I have to run. And then I realize Morocco doesn't allow guns. There's, there's nothing to be scared of here. I can stand across the street, watch these two guys go at it together and nothing's going to happen to me. Like, so that was, I think the first dawning recognition that like, yeah, there's dangers here, but I've been through worse in the United States. So in Texas, primarily in case anyone wonders, no, I don't like Texas. I will never live there again. Um, and <laughs> And then the the place where I thought I would be safe and ended up not being safe was Croatia. Right. I tried to go travel to Croatia by myself, which was supposed to be fine. It's a nice place, blah, blah, blah. And um, I was at a taxi stand, super tired because I had just accidentally walked around this whole national park. Um, accidentally walked around the park? I Well, it's it's like a big lake, Lake Plivitice or whatever. Uh-huh. And I had walked halfway and I meant to only walk to like one of the main waterfalls, but for some reason I kept going and I don't know that my GPS worked or whatever, but then I realized, oh my God, I'm over halfway around this lake. If I go back, it's going to take longer. So of course in my head, well, let's just move forward, which ended up being like, <laughs> you know, going through muck and having to cross fallen logs across like so you went off a path basically yes Ooh. luckily there were other people who were as dumb as i was <laughs> <laughs> so like yeah but anyway after that i went to the taxi stand i'm like i can't even walk back to my airbnb and mm -hmm. you know a taxi i what i thought was a taxi like uberish style pulled up to the taxi stand and the guy was like, Hey, Hey, uh, okay. Where are you going? Blah, blah, blah. I get in the car and he like moves like a little like eating tray in the back. And I kind of look like I'm already sitting in the car. I kind of look around the car and I'm like, I don't think this is a taxi. <laughs> oh my god! I had just gotten in the car with a stranger and I like, he doesn't have like a little, Uber sticker, Lyft yeah, sticker. Nothing. And you stayed in the car because? Um, because he started acting weird and I was scared to do anything else. Like this was, there's, there were no. You didn't notice all this until you were already like driving. Right. And um, there are no street lamps. Oh there God. wasn't even a sidewalk. 
Um, it was getting dark. So my thought was, because I had already had a hair, the whole trip to Croatia to Lake Plift is, it's not, it's not something that you can just uh, do like a backpacker thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so actually it could have been just as dangerous to try to walk back because like I said, there was, there wasn't a sidewalk between the uh, national park and my Airbnb. Um, so anyway, stay in the car you know, go through my little scenarios. Okay. If he does this, I need to do this. And then, uh, when we got there, I kind of quickly just got out of the car and I wouldn't let him drive me up to my Airbnb. I was like, no, no, just leave me at the end of the driveway because yeah. it, it was like a pretty long driveway. And then I walked back in and the next morning and like, he's, he wanted me to respond to his Facebook. Like before I got out of the car, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that sounds great. And he was going to show me around the next day. Um, and of course Literally I was like, picked up. Yeah. <laughs> did you pay him in cash or how'd you pay him? I don't remember. I kind of feel like he didn't charge me. <laughs> I mean, dude, you don't remember paying for it. Oh, that's no. That's and then, so anyway, I wake up er super early in the next morning. I had planned on going to the park uh, for a second day, but I woke up set super early in the morning and I just went to the bus stop. I was like, okay, we're, we're done with this trip, this part of the trip. <laughs> And he pulled up the next morning at the bus stop and tried to get me to get in his car. And he was going to drive me to Dubrovnik, which was like an hour and a half away or something, and spend the day with me. I was like, no, not interested. And luckily, there were like two other people standing at the bus stop, like two older English, British yeah. people. Yeah. So, yeah. That's crazy. And then I got to Dubrovnik on the bus I couldn't find a place to stay because, of course, I'm there a day early. And it like normally you don't want to stay in the city on a Friday or Saturday night. At least I don't because I'm not like partying when I'm right. traveling by myself. And I, I got there like on a Saturday night. And this is like the game of Fro Thrones Town, like super touristy, super popular. There was um. not a single place to stay. Even like the $250 hotel rooms are booked. Dang. So I end up getting, um, just buying a overnight bus ticket so that I could sleep <laughs> on the bus. <laughs> that was resourceful. Yeah, no, that, I mean, that's a good, I've, I've done that in England too. I bought an overnight train ticket and in England, interestingly enough, I know for sure in the Glasgow one, you can buy, like, it's only five pounds and you buy like a shower ticket. And they have a little shower room and they give you like shampoo, soap, and a towel. And so if you don't have a place to stay or whatever, you just go into the little shower room and take a shower and... At the bus stop? No, this was, this is in England at the train station. Oh, at the train station still. Okay. Yeah. When we come back, we're going to hear some more about... Uh, I almost called you a different name. Mandy's what were you going to call me? I don't know. They all, they were like all <laughs> all my kids' names were going through, through my head. Okay, we'll be all back. Right. All right. Okay. Part so two. Mandy is like this is. I think it's interesting because some people won't even go to a restaurant to eat by themselves. I know. Or to like a movie theater. I know. Like I even just like everyday normal odd. things, they don't want to do it by themselves. I, you go to other countries like where you, I guess Croatia people were speaking English. 
but were you yeah yeah were you in countries i mean well, i know you lived in korea but that was yeah like for a living yeah there. koreans i i kind of thought there would be more koreans that spoke english but there really wasn't um and we were kind of no we were close to snu the seoul national university mm -hmm. so again like you'd think they would be speaking english but i think actually here's the thing uh the, the difference. Okay, so in Morocco, like hardly anybody speaks English, but those people who do speak English, even if they don't speak it very well, will just like love talking to you in English. Oh, okay. Um, but when you go to Korea, there's this idea of, I think they know English and they can speak with it in English, but they're too embarrassed because maybe their grammar's not perfect. Mm -hmm. So they're scared. So really the only time that people would speak English to me were little kids. Because they were just learning English. Yeah. And of course, their parents would push them because like, you know, but then the, the parents themselves, I'm like, I'm pretty sure the parents speak English, but the parents wouldn't want to speak English. They would only let their little kids do it. Yeah. So I don't. What was your question? Oh, why do I? Why can I travel about by traveling myself? by yourself? Well, there was another time where you had an Airbnb that was a little shady. That was Peru. That was Peru. Was that oh my attached gosh. to the Croatia trip or was that something different? No, dude. They're on separate sides of the world. I don't know. <laughs> Croatia. I know, but you'd like travel. Okay. okay. So I don't know geography. There I mean, you know, they but... were, they were close. They were like within two years. Yeah. Because that, yeah, you were already in Morocco. Yeah. So I had your Peru trip was. Yeah. Um, so I went, yeah, I went to Peru by myself. Nobody really wanted to go, which is very weird to me. Like, why wouldn't you want to go to Machu Picchu? But um yeah so i went there by myself and actually that wasn't the what you're talking about so i stayed at an airbnb the first this is when airbnbs weren't such scams like now they're just no total kidding. scams oh yeah it's 50 dollars a night and then 600 dollars to clean it yes but um yeah this is in the airbnb when it was a great deal and so i stayed at one airbnb outside of um the place where you go to see Machu Picchu. And that was wonderful, great family, nice uh, nice place to stay. It was cold and I had to sleep in my jacket. But um, but then, then I decided that I wanted to spend the night in the city right outside of Machu Picchu, um, where a lot of tourists were. And I get into my Airbnb <laughs> um, and it's really not even an Airbnb. It's like a little hostel. Okay. But I had booked my own private room. But I get in and there's a huge, like, you know where there's, there's usually like windows at the top of doorways right. just to let in light? Yeah. It didn't have any glass. You could Open. literally, and there was a bench outside my door. You could literally have moved the bench, looked into my room, into my bathroom, into my shower. Ew. And I was just like, oh, this does not feel right at all. So I, but I ended up, um, I just went downstairs and I was like, I'm not staying here. I, you know, emailed, messaged Airbnb and I was like, I'm not staying here. Um, and I just went and found a different place. Oh. Um, so nothing actually bad happened. Yeah. Um, the new, the next place I got, I didn't really like either. So I guess the moral of this story is if you're going to Machu Picchu, do not bother to stay in the place that's close to Machu Picchu. Stay in Oyotontambo, which I 
would not be able to spell for you, but look it up. <laughs> uh, it's way nicer. Like and cheaper. A, uh, yeah, or cheaper, but yeah. like a nice community. And there's uh, some awesome hiking paths that, you know, you don't, there's not a lot of people. Because the letdown of Machu Picchu was you get up to Machu Picchu and there's like a billion people. Yeah. And they're all whining and complaining because it's hot <laughs> and it's super dangerous. So anyway. Yeah. But yeah. I I mean, I I could kind of give my explanation while, why women traveling solo is like the idea that that's so scary is ridiculous because most women get abused by people that they know. Right. Like, like 90% or something. Yeah. The most dangerous place for a woman is in her own house. With people she knows. With people she knows. Nice. <laughs> so go out there and experience the world, guys. Yeah. Like, so we're kind of talking about how we have these fears of certain places mm-hmm. and why we're afraid of them. Like, mm-hmm. obviously you were able to decipher when you had a, a room that had an open window and you knew someone could peek in like, right. Okay. Maybe that's not a good idea. Well, and that's kind of the thing about but following... that had nothing to do with your intuition though. Well, no, it kind of did because I, I'm the way I am is I'm not really worried too often. So like, some people, obviously, some people will just say, well, screw it and stay in the room. Yeah. But that was a point, And, you know, I don't like to spend money. And I, but True. like, that was a point I was like, okay, I'm going to get another room. Hopefully I get a refund, but I don't really care if I do. Because <laughs> at this point, uh, there is my body is telling me, no, yeah. this isn't, this isn't kosher. Like, doesn't make sense. Yeah. So you were saying something about, um, you know, like when we have that fear like how you actually feel it in your body as mm-hmm. opposed to just being it like this cognitive right thing right it's like an actual like your i think your body maybe heats up or something like for me like i feel like warmth like not a good warmth like like i'm gonna get a fever or something if if something seems off yeah that's my physical that reaction like adrenaline though I mean, yeah, it could be. Yeah. I don't know. It's very weird. Because honestly, like like the, the taxi guy, I mean, I've taken lots of Ubers. I've taken Ubers in foreign countries. And I've got in cars. And I never felt anything weird about those people. But Uber drivers are literally just random drivers who sign up for this program. Yeah. So it's not even... Like, because I got in a car with a strange man, like he was messed up. It was him. And I could tell. He was a predator. Right. He was preying on you. Like it was quickly apparent that he, his um, intentions were not savvy. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Ew. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, because I told you, I was so tired. And that's why I got in his car in the first place. Or why I decided to take a taxi instead of walking back to my Airbnb. Because I had walked from the Airbnb to the park. Uh So on the way back, I was just too tired. And I was like, screw it. I'm spending the money. I'm going to get a taxi. Um, But, like, I forgot where I was going with this. 
oh, uh, physically, like, so I get in the car, I'm so freaking tired. And he's offering to take me up to my room. And I'm like, nope, got the energy now, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and get out of the car and walk down that long oh, ass yeah. driveway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so my takeaway ticket is make sure somebody has a sticker lift ticket lift or uber on their car before i get into any taxis when i'm traveling by myself which probably won't be anytime soon but yeah i yeah. would i would say just like my takeaway ticket is take chances because you're only going to find out when you're in a situation how you're going to react to that situation oh for sure so like some of my best stories are me getting out of scrapes that I got myself into because I'm proud of myself for not being dead. Okay. That's a good thing. <laughs> Does that make sense? I'm proud of you for not being dead too. My takeaway ticket. Is, <laughs> no, actually my takeaway ticket is travel alone for heaven's sakes. You guys just go if you want to go. Yeah. If you want to travel alone, traveling alone is like one of the best things that you can do for your own sense of purpose yeah definitely. it's amazing thanks for listening to manda's travel story hour yes mandy is <laughs> alive <minutes>. and well <laughs> all right uh talk to you next time bye flyers if you go to our website kiteflyingpodcast.com can actually send us a voicemail. There's a link on the far right side of the page. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Kite Flying with Mandy and Jenny was recorded in Wichita, Kansas. We love to hear from our listeners, so please feel free to send us a message. And don't forget to add us to your Spotify playlist.